0: Hello, 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 welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in. I really do appreciate it and appreciate you as a person if you are listening to me in your ears right now. Um, just before we begin, I really hope that you take the time to rate the show five stars on Spotify if you're listening and even Apple Podcasts. Leave a review. Please send me anything. Send me anything. Um, and be sure to follow at Life with Podcast on Instagram. I appreciate you all if you do and it really just helps me more than you know um alan Zell on the podcast uh when i think of alan i think strong as fuck this guy is absolutely built different um and has so much potential in the world alan and i go through i guess like a lot of powerlifting and his history with lifting and i think just a history of um negative self-talk and just a really i guess inspiring chat in terms of how important your mental headspace is in terms of performance and performing at the best of your ability. Because I know that Alan recently struggled with, um, I guess, balancing a lot of work issues and and sort of was fighting a bit of negative he- headspace and and had a history with that, um, which has really affected his lifting and and negated like the potential that he really truly demonstrates in the sport of powerlifting. Um, he pulled out of States, unfortunately, and we sort of just talk about how he was coping with his poor mental health and I guess the lessons that he's started to learn over his journey and, and how he's been able to combat mental health as, as something that, um, is quite common in, in today's, uh, generation and society. And I think it's becoming a a topic that a lot of people are talking about and, I really appreciate Alan for hopping on the podcast and being so vulnerable and I really hope that you are able to take away something from this episode. So, let's get right into it. I'll not I'll stop talking here um, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Yo. I think the main goal for this is just perspective. perspective. Don't dwell on, on
1: things you've done in the past too much because they are part of the reason why you are who you are.
0: Look on the bright side of, of Uh, situations that don't look so good try and see your bright side or look at it from a different angle the best thing for me to do is not feel guilty about the position of privilege i'm in but it's to use it what do you have to say for those as we tee off i mean if you're not listening to life with lamb then there's something seriously wrong with your life you're missing out perspective perspective that's that's life. That's life. Life, life with life. lamb. Yeah, life with lamb. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm excited. I'm very excited. Welcome back to another episode of Life with Lamb, take two. Um, I don't know why my audio uh stopped, but today I'm here with Alan. How are you going? Good, thanks, hello. How you doing? Good, good. Thank you for hopping down into the studio. I really appreciate yeah, it. Thanks for
1: inviting inviting me in. Um, how you been? How was your day? Um, not too bad. I had a I had work this morning actually, and then um, which is a little bit grueling because it's I do early shifts for work but um, yeah work and then had training at training day Burwood just before and then now I'm here yeah yeah so. awesome <laughs> where do you work um, I work at IKEA in Richmond I actually work two jobs at the moment so one of them's IKEA in Richmond and then the other one is Spice Temple which is a restaurant in South Bank in the city um, so yeah quite a little bit of work at the moment I'm not really studying too much right now but um yeah that's why i've decided to pick up a bit more work so
0: yeah amazing and how are you finding like juggling all that
1: um it was definitely quite busy at the start because when i first started working these two jobs which was about a similar time um i think start of april and i was taking on a lot of shifts which was um really doing my immune system and i actually got sick for like a month oh damn yeah so like um working heaps um trying to lift as well on top of that and I lost a lot of body weight as well just from being sick obviously but um yeah at this point now I've learned to like manage how much workload I can take and balance it together with training as well
0: yeah definitely I think that's like as we were chatting off air, like one of the ultimate goals is like how do you balance work life social life and like training as well and investing in yourself so yeah definitely that
1: you're finding a bit of a balance and I guess how are you feeling you know um, I'm feeling, yeah, pretty decent right now. Um, I've been, it's been a pretty full-on year just with a lot of stuff going on, a lot of changes, um, going through some low moments, and I think everyone goes through that, but um, uh, I guess it's always, you know, the fight to come out the other side, and I'm glad that I've gone through that.
0: Yeah, definitely, love to see it, and hopefully we'll get to understand a bit more about that um, is this your first podcast? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Third podcast, so, we've um, snatched, snatched him up. Oh my God, snatched him up. I can't even talk, man. Um, oh, Alan Zell. All, all a bit nervous here. Yeah, I <laughs> know. I'm, I'm a bit nervous because like, like we were saying before, like know each other a bit on the surface. Yeah. Um, haven't really been able to sit down and have a chat with you, but you seem like a cool guy and very strong as well. Yeah, li- likewise. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate it. Um, Yeah, so like we've only met like yeah we were saying like Burwood, um, and then at my first comp, which yeah. you just competed in the
1: morning flight, I
0: think. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so
1: I was coming off, and then you were warming up.
0: Yeah, so. definitely. Um, we're both powerlifters. Yep. Um, but which we'll get into. But I guess what else has been happening recently?
1: Um, right now, I'm actually I've just signed up to do my Cert three and four in fitness. I'm looking to do some online coaching and like get some experience in. Providing like powerlifting coaching for other people. I've definitely learned like the value of coaching through um, my own coach, Chris Yip. Uh, We've been working together for about, I think, two years now. So, quite a while actually, because I've been lifting for five and a half years total. And we've made lots of progress through that. And yeah, definitely. And it shows as well. (laughs) You're a beast. Um, Thank you, man.
0: Did you, how old are you?
1: I'm um, twenty one.
0: Twenty one. Okay, and that's like what, three years out of you. Three years out of high school or four um, years.
1: Four. Yeah, I think four years. Yeah, yeah. sweet. Um, four
0: did you years. did you go to uni as well?
1: Yeah. Um. So I just finished my bachelor of science at Uni Melbourne. Ah, yeah. sweet. So I just finished up my last subject. Um, the first half of this year. Yeah, So freed up a lot of my time. Yeah, you know, definitely. Yeah. You need yeah, just choose up so much of it. Yeah. How do
0: you find it? Like and why science i guess
1: um science i initially got into it just because i think after school i wasn't really sure which direction i wanted to take and to be honest um i think a majority of the reason is a lot of the kids around me were like going to either science or commerce so i was like oh i've done a lot more of the science subjects i may as as well just get into that and um, see how we go from there you know so i majored in physiology did a lot of the um subjects around the body, physiology, anatomy, and that kind of stuff, which I think um, I found relatively interesting. You know, it lines up definitely with uh, powerlifting and, you know, you it's good to learn the body, um, so that you learn mechanics and how and to how to lift leverage yourself. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly.
0: Yeah, um, yeah we're both powerlifters. Like I said before, um, I can. Yeah, I feel like that'd be so interesting. Like, that, I feel like if I was to take science, because I'm a commerce kid. Oh, okay. Like, I just could not picture myself learning about like I don't know science yeah. <laughs> in general but i feel like if i was to pick a subject it'd definitely be like anatomy and learning like how the body works in the body mechanics so yeah, yeah are you glad yeah. it's up
1: like finished um i'm glad it's finished yeah i i'm looking to potentially do physiotherapy next year i've um made applications for it but at the moment i'm still like quite undecided and just trying to take things one step at a time
0: you know? yeah fair enough
1: um where do, where would you normally study physiotherapy Physiotherapy. Um, I've applied for Melbourne. I think there are a couple spots around that you can do, like Latrobe. Um, I know Chris is doing Fed Uni, isn't he? Yeah, he is. I think yeah, he's yeah. Out, uh,
0: out in the wilderness. Yeah, <laughs> <much>. yeah. yeah. <laughs> I,
1: I guess that's a tough thing because, like, a lot of them you got to go. You know, here uh, yeah, the...
0: far and wide. I guess. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and so freed up a lot of your time. Yep. Do you feel like it was very draining doing uni and balancing everything else, or?
1: Um. Definitely, uh, the f- I reckon the first couple years or so, it wasn't as bad because there were more the foundation subjects. Uh, a lot of it was just, you know, repeating year 12 stuff like bio, um, chemistry, chemistry, which I sucked out, but like, <laughs> but yeah, I'm glad that's over. Um, but yeah, I think getting towards the last couple years, you know, you can, you get into some more interesting subjects and, um yeah yeah, so. definitely um, did you enjoy your uni experience um, I think it wasn't like because majority of my uni experience was during lockdown obviously yeah. so it's basically just all um, online learning you know submitting tasks online and all that stuff so I, I feel like maybe I didn't have as much of a uni experience as I could have but um, yeah. It wasn't too bad.
0: (laughs) Okay, fair enough. Now, let's get
1: into your lifting. Um, When did you start? Uh, So, I started lifting back at the start of year 11, I think. Yeah. So, um, the school that I went to was really fortunate. We we got a new sports complex. And at the time, we got a new gym and everything. Um, Before then, I'd never really stepped foot in a gym before, I think, I was just too scared, honestly, to you know get in there and.
0: Um, Aren't we all? <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: that's right. Just like, don't know what I'm doing, you know. <laughs> yeah, literally. But I guess over time, just researching online, um, following, you know, the big, in- big influencers at the time, I picked up a few things along the way, um, and also developed a love for strength training, because at the start, I think I got into it just wanting to look a little bit better um, be a little bit stronger. And I think how I got into powerlifting was that I didn't really know how to track my progress. Um, and then I guess I realized, you know, you could play this numbers game of doing powerlifting and like just hitting the biggest number possible. So I was like, oh, that seems like a pretty easy choice for me.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think powerlifting is like one of the best quantitative measures of like strength, I guess. Like it's yeah. literally the sport for strength as well. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, like, I, I still have a pretty big love of um, bodybuilding and aesthetics and all that stuff. But um, at the beginning, I was just thinking, you know, how do I quantify my pro- progress? It's a bit difficult, you know.
0: Yeah, definitely. Do you have a preference?
1: Um, or Between... Between body- bodybuilding and powerlifting? It's hard to say, honestly, because um, I love being strong and I love hitting PRs and big numbers and stuff. But, um... But I also really like the aesthetic side and just like, yeah, I guess the byproduct of like looking better through building muscle. So, um, I think I'd have to say powerlifting just because, you know,
0: I think it's a very satisfying thing as well. And like bodybuilding, like you're never ex- like, you're never there, you know, like there's always something that you're like, Oh, I could work on that yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff. But I guess you could say the same as powerlifting. Yeah. Um, who inspired you? Like you talk about influences and like all the OGs, like. What top three people come into
1: mind? Um, top three... Definitely Russell. He was a big one. Oh, huge. Yeah. He's still, like... St- he's, he's still, still, really still big like, the killing moment. it yeah. far out. <laughs> he's just getting bigger and bigger. Um, <laughs> Russell, I think... Top three is hard. I'd say... Omar Isuf was one of the early ones as well. Mm. His content was just really uh, engaging and, like, entertaining, I guess. And... Who else? Man. So um, many to choose from. Yeah, <laughs> a, I think a big one def- definitely would be K. Bowie. Have you heard of him? No, I haven't. No, he's... I guess he's a bit of, like, a hometown hero. He's, like, from around Melbourne. Um, he was just... I think the, the attention from him was just... Um, he would always, like... He, he's a big deadlift guy. Mm. So, he'd always be pulling deadlift um, massive numbers and um conventional as well oh okay yeah he's i I think he's one of those guys who's sort of like you know conventional yeah you know
0: i don't you sumo yeah 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 i just don't get the mechanics for conventional like
1: (laughs) it's pretty wild i think conventional is definitely like it'd be better for building the actual muscles but like Mm. you know because we're always we're all out here trying to play the game yeah sumo is a bit, bit of an obvious exactly
0: <laughs> definitely yeah. um and talk to us about the timeline of your training i guess like started started year 11 fresh walked into the gym didn't really know what you were doing and then year by year how did you progress from yeah. there
1: so i think um i forgot to mention but i think the f- actual first time that i stepped foot into a gym was um Fitness First in Doncaster, they used to have these programs for high school kids oh, nice. in the holidays. So my mates would just rock up there and then I guess, you know, because we're all together messing around, we just, you know, get used to the environment, get used to uh, using the weights. Yeah. And so when I actually got into the school gym and eventually signed up at another gym outside, which is Good Life, mm. um, I had a little bit more experience under my belt and um, so, yeah, I was pretty much just doing five-by-fives for a really long period at the beginning Classic. because <laughs> yeah, 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 I really wanted to chase strength and th- it was the only way that I knew. Like, one of my friends told me about it and I was like, okay, I'll just five-by-five five all my squat bench and deadlift. Um, and then, yeah, through lockdown, I'd say lockdown was the period where I, like, my strength actually started to recruit proc- progress or like um you know progress pretty fast because that was the period i would say that um chris actually found uh chris my coach he found yeah. me on or i found him um and then i followed him and i think we followed each other mm. and then he was actually looking for some uh, someone to coach like to get a bit of experience for himself at the time so i was like you know, oh definitely, you know. I'll be a guinea pig. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, yeah, I saw definitely. I saw his Instagram page, like sixty something kilos, deadlifting two eighty for refs and I was like uh, This guy I'll, like is it actually insane. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe I'll get to that level if I get under his wing, yeah.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um so during lockdown you approached Chris
1: or Chris approached you
0: and and it went
1: from there? Yeah, so he pretty much just DM'd me on Instagram. It was like Sorry. No, you're okay. He was like, um hey, I'm just looking to get a bit of a coaching experience and I think, you know, you would be um, a suitable person to work with. Wow, so he's I was, been noticed. Yeah, yeah. I was like, wow, like, why is this guy, like... Um, yeah, you can imagine how special you would have felt as yeah, well. Like. Definitely, yeah. So, yeah, we started um, working together in lockdown, which was definitely new to me because, like, I'd never... I guess at the time, I never realised you could do training or like programming that wasn't five by five (laughs) yeah so um we've done a lot of things since then and yeah as i said we've been working together for two years now um i had my first um so at the time i wasn't really i didn't really consider myself a power lifter Hmm. i was still kind of doing you know or putting equal amounts of effort into uh, compound lifts, as well as the accessories, you know, just to try to look good as well. Mm. Um, but I think working with Chris is when he really, it, he, it really started to propel me into powerlifting because obviously that's what he he does. And um, at the time I thought, you know, I think he gave me a lot of confidence as well. He was like, um, yeah, he gave me a lot of confidence to just, you know, play around with powerlifting and try to get better at squat bench and deadlift and eventually last may i believe was when i did my first powerlifting meet Mm. so that one was the peninsula um, equilibrium open so went down to peninsula and actually did pretty well for my first comp um we went nine for nine and then i think we hit pr's in like Almost every lift, something like that, yeah. What are
0: the numbers, if you don't mind me asking?
1: Um, Do you remember? So, I'm pretty sure my body weight was, like, 74.3, something like Mm. that. Squat, 207. um, Bench, 147. (laughs) And then deadlift, 255, which I was really... um, I, I think I, you know, surprised myself because, I guess... Being in front of a crowd really, you know, does something to your performance. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I'm the adrenaline you that you that, get. Yeah.
0: yeah. Adrenaline is like so key. But mm. like, oh. Yeah, I remember just like at comps and stuff, You there's like this nervousness but like a lot of excitement as well when you just get in front of that crowd and, and when they're all screaming at you like sure. up and, and everything. It's just like, I think, a very surreal feeling.
1: Yeah. And even people you're competing up against. Oh, yeah. so supportive. Yeah, like how exactly. have you
0: found the powerlifting community? Because like... That's how we met as well. Like, yeah.
1: so supportive of one another. Powerlifting community in Melbourne is pretty amazing. Yeah. Mm. Um, I've met quite a few people through training day at Burwood. Um, and yeah, everyone's just really supportive. Everyone's, especially at meets, um, as we said, you know, everyone's just cheering people on, even if that's a person that you're competing up against.
0: Yeah, yeah definitely. I think, like, everyone really, really uplifts each other and, like, truly cares about, like, the numbers that you hit because at the end of the day, like, you're competing for yourself and, and like, yeah, medals and totals are all great and stuff, but it's, like, what can you do um, to better yourself yeah. on that day as well? Um, how is... Because you, you... When did you take a break from, um,
1: like, lifting and everything? Um, so, I took a little bit of a break, I'd say... I think around March this year. Yeah. Yeah, so it was... Oh, I didn't really take a break I actually took a break from getting coaching from Chris mm. because actually funneling at the funnily enough at the time um, I just didn't really th- I, I, in a way I guess I kind of felt like I was wasting him t- his time if I wasn't really there to put you know put um, the effort in mm. so I said you know Chris um, I think it's good if I just take a little bit of a time to myself. And it was a bit of a wild period because I also um, signed up for another meet during that period, which is the Mm -hmm. one that we met each other at. Oh, Oh, really? Yeah. We saw each other. Yeah. The last one. Um, had you
0: done any meets during that period like or was that your first one and then this one was your second one yeah yeah I so yeah, knew okay. the two properly oh wow okay yeah
1: yeah and then I signed up to that one about four weeks out so <laughs> oh, yeah it was it was I don't know a little, a little bit impulsive and then I was like um, I guess I was just trying to qualify as well because I was looking at the potential to compete at states and nuts mm. and all that so I was like oh I'll just do this regional one here um did my own programming for four weeks which didn't really go too well because i think with all the fatigue and uh, mental stress and um i guess expecting too much of myself like not being realistic with my programming for myself Mm. um it wasn't amazing but i I guess i still had fun on the day though which was you know yeah that's
0: probably like one of the most important things in powerlifting like making sure that you have fun on the day when you're competing so yeah Yeah. for sure
1: Um, how'd that day go? Um, well yeah squats were a little bit um, messy because I think one of my attempts I um, my handler and I we couldn't get my attempt in on time so I ended up doing the 2.5 increment um, but um it was all right um bench i benched oh sorry i'll give you the numbers as well from Mm. what i remember yeah so 210 on squat um 150 on bench and then i think like 245 on deadlift deadlift was really bad because my first attempt was basically like a conventional like wide stance conventional oh really there there was like no there was no technique so (laughs) i pulled it at like an rp8 or above
0: yeah Yeah, so you would have like fatigued yourself for the other two lifts yeah yeah, yeah, but
1: um yeah um i guess yeah it was still uh, definitely a very uplifting environment so despite not really knowing what i was doing in the lead up to that competition uh, i guess it still ended up being fun on the day Mm,
0: definitely how how is your and yours and Chris's relationship with one another, I guess? Like, how did he take you um, saying, look, I'm going to step back a little bit, but then go off and compete in, in another comp, I guess?
1: Yeah, Chris's, um, he was very understanding, I think, at the time. Mm. I definitely expressed to him a lot, like, my frustration with training and um, my performance, and I also um obviously having him as my coach i try to give him as much information about what's going on in my life as well Mm -hmm. so um yeah it was just going through a lot of stuff mentally at the time as well which was quite challenging and obviously um i think that is what led to me taking the break from getting coaching with him but he was yeah he was really supportive he was just like you know oh um yeah if i guess if this is um what you think is right for you um that's cool. But, like, you know, you're always welcome back for coaching with me. Yeah, amazing. And yeah. I guess
0: that goes to show, like, how uplifting the powerlifting community is. Like, yeah. they're not going to hold a grudge against you for stepping out on them or prioritising yourself. Definitely. Um, talk to us about this break. Um, it was pretty huge, I I guess. Like, yeah, first time talking about it with you.
1: Anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, for the break, oh, I guess throughout this whole year, I've been... Um, I guess you could say working through a breakup which happened like in February and um, I've just been trying to work things out on myself as well and just um, figuring out what I wanted to do with my life because yeah um, I think at the time like I relied a lot on this person to sort of just like you know um, I guess fill up my time and effort and that kind of thing mm. so yeah definitely challenging i think um i don't know man i'm just trying to just trying to think of how to word it but
0: no you're okay um so this this breakup and thank you for talking about it as well yeah of course um led to you pulling out of states and i guess like giving giving up um or postponing something that you started to fall in love with um how was that experience for you
1: um I think yeah with all that happening it was just I I think this all kind of happens like within a similar period honestly the the time period is like a little bit Um, cloudy in my head Mm. but um, it was also I think going through this breakup um, I took on I took on the two jobs during like start of April as well Mm. and I think in a way I was trying to use that as sort of like a um, just to distract myself from everything that was going on you know just just I guess, through it all, I just reached a point where I just wasn't sure what I was doing and, like, was having a lot of time, uh, a lot of trouble trying to find purpose and meaning and that kind of thing. Mm. Um, Obviously, it wasn't helping that powerlifting was probably one of my only um, means of escape or, like, getting away from reality that it wasn't going well either (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah, so definitely um a pretty tough period and i think yeah that's also why i decided to um pull out of states which i was meant to do um yeah but
0: i guess describe yourself as a as a kid like what were you like growing up um what have you always had like a because I, I remember you talking about like how Chris has given you a lot of confidence as well like was that as a person or just in your lifting?
1: Yeah, so um, I'd say Chris and I are actually pretty similar people and like you know we've we've talked about it too like um, I guess every time we catch up we're kind of amazed that we're almost on the same sort of page in our life, you know working through the same sort of things growing up i was yeah definitely more introverted and didn't really reach out to people that much um i think i was also quite self-critical um a lot of the times and internalized a lot of uh negativity uh yeah criticism from other people as well so um i guess yeah I wanted to do powerlifting because I guess it, you know, obviously it was fun for me and then kind of gave me some purpose. But, um, but yeah, I guess, yeah, growing up, um, having that sort of personality where I just constantly, um, you know, be self-attacking, um, I guess that's sort of feeds into powerlifting as well, Mm. where, when things are going well, you know, um, I'm, like, really happy and that's all great. But when things aren't uh, going the way that I want it to, I guess I'm always really, uh, try- like, super analytical and trying to figure out what is wrong. And I get, like, pretty emotional as well. I'm sure you understand what it's like to, like, fail a lift and then just yell out of frustration. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think it's, like, like
0: as as cliche as it might sound, like sometimes when you fail those lifts and, and numbers that like you might normally hit or you're like going for a PR and like you feel like you've put in all the work, um, it can be really, um, like you start to reflect it back to yourself. Like, am I good enough? Like, am I working hard enough? Like, yeah. am I worth it as well? And you yeah. ask those questions. And I know this is like Jim and, and some people might be like, like, what the fuck are you talking yeah, about, Jaden? Yeah, yeah. But um, it's like with little things, as, like all all things as well, like, you you think of people who play piano like uh, for concerts and and those sorts of things they mess up a note and then they start to doubt themselves and i guess even high achieving athletes and and people in their jobs as well one fuck up and like you start to evaluate um your life and i guess i listened a lot to like dylan friends which is um he was a he's a podcaster um ex-footy player Mm -hmm. talks a lot about how like he'd let his games like to find himself like if he had a good game he'd be like on top of the world yeah had a bad one or like didn't get a kick like felt shit about himself and that like um i guess echoed over into his relationships and stuff so you sound like um you you, you go through those things and like i go through those things as well yeah. um what are some things that you've learned about yourself and like how how to cope with these things i guess
1: um well i think i'll start off with that question by saying um having Chris there as a coach and sort of just as a mentor and like, um, yeah, as a mentor in general, uh, he's definitely been there through those moments that I find myself in, you know, like harsh, um, you know, over critical of your performance and I guess attaching it to your self-worth as well, that Mm -hmm. kind of thing. So having him there has been, um, immensely helpful, you know, every time, I go through that kind of thing. Um I find it really easy to express it to him and he you know, he definitely gives me the sort of advice that I think I need to hear during those those times. Shout out Chris. Yeah, shout out Chris, definitely. <laughs> um but yeah, I think what what actually happens during those times is um and it's something that I've sort of learned to um a way that I've learned to think about it is I'll sort of have, you know, whatever the failed lift is and then I'll have, like, a little bit of a moment of frustration. Um, And sometimes I might, like, you know... I I get super emotional, so sometimes I might just be like, you know, um, fuck it, I'm just going home, you know? (laughs) Yeah. But I think after, like, five, ten minutes or so, like, I regain myself, like, you know, recollect myself, um, actually think about what happened and, you know, the potential things that may have led to that you know a lot of external factors to training like um fatigue or work uh, um sleep Mm. you know um sort of going through those things and understanding you know maybe why that happened Mm. um and sort of just taking like i know it's easier said than done but just trying to take your emotions away from training um that's helped me a lot and like i'll just yeah i'll think i'll think about those things and sometimes i'll even just talk to chris about it and he can help work me through those things as well and make me realize oh you know maybe this is why it didn't go too well today um it calms me down a lot yeah definitely and then helps me understand and um yeah yeah i guess practicing that over and over again like through each time you have a failed lift or like something doesn't go the way you want um yeah, it gets it gets easier to do, and you sort of like um, you're able to think about it more logically. Yeah.
0: Yeah, definitely. What are like some of the questions or, or things that you sort of like find yourself relaying back after, say, like a failed attempt or or something bad happens in your life? Like, have you been able to use this in your everyday life as well? Would you say?
1: Yeah. Um. As of lately, I think taking that concept and just trying to apply it to any time. I feel like I've done something wrong or, you know, I've disappointed myself, um, just, yeah, just trying to think about what, um, I guess stop dwelling on, uh, things that I didn't do because I've spent plenty of time doing that and, um, just constantly bashing myself in for like, you know, oh, you didn't do this and then this led to this or stuff like that, um, rather than that, just trying to actually focus on the things that you can do about your situation and, like, maybe taking more preventative measures uh, from letting those things happen again. Um, I've learned that it can be, like, you know, definitely a lot more productive to think about things that way. Um, and this one, I another thing which I think is a little bit harder to do is to kind of think about... Um, just the idea that being sad and disappointed over something, um, it doesn't really get you anywhere and like you feel bad about it. So I kind of ask myself like, you know, what is what is this doing for me? You know, mm. what is the point of, you know, feeling really disappointed and uh, criticizing myself? If I can just let these emotions go and, you know, try to actually work on the things that might prevent it, you know then it, it, it just helps to deal with it better next time yeah definitely yeah.
0: I think it's like what can I control and like what couldn't I control and definitely. and thinking about those um, yeah those factors and and understanding that sometimes like things might not go your way but it's not necessarily your fault yeah. Um, like, sometimes you can't control, like, the amount of sleep that you get. You might, like, have a poor sleep and, and that's, like, not on, necessarily on you. Like, it could be, I don't know, neighbours being really loud or, like, cars driving by or, like, you live by a train station and, yeah. and those sorts of things. Um, I think it's great to be able to, like you said, have those five to ten minutes to sort of, like, dwell on it and reflect and be like, damn, that was, like, pretty shit. Mm. But then anything past that and, like this might be invalidating to people who like go through quite tough issues, such as like, I don't know, family or breakups and relationship yeah, sure. um, breakdowns as well. Um, but it's like, yeah, like you said, like taking those five minutes, acknowledging that, yeah, this is pretty shit, but it's like, what are you going to do yeah. to go and past it's, that?
1: It's like, what's the point of, um, I guess it's like, and there's no, there's, you know, Feeling bad about yourself isn't really going to do anything. So, as as hard as it's as hard as it may be, I've sort of learned to just like let go of those emotions and try to focus on the next thing that I need to do. You know, Mm. I guess um, also having something that brings purpose to your life, Mm. um, or I guess a goal, you know, just something to work towards is another big thing as well because I guess it gives you a sense that you know you're not insignificant because I think a lot of my life I've grown up feeling that way and feeling that the things I care about or the things that I'm trying to do are not significant um so I guess like this may be more geared towards people who have like lower self-esteem lower confidence and that kind of thing but
0: would you say you're one of the people that like, possesses that, I guess?
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, just, um, trying to, yeah, trying to learn that, um, or trying to understand that each individual is special and, you know, you have to, you have to go out there and, like, do the things that you want to do, um, because, yeah, like, life has to have meaning or has to have purpose
0: definitely um i guess you know the gym came along for you but in the years leading up to that and like as you were growing up as a kid did you ever like think of trivial things like that were you always like damn like what have i got going for me
1: yeah for sure like even um even in relation to lifting and powerlifting i was really scared to let that become my identity which obviously it's not good to have one like one certain thing make up your whole identity mm. um, but even when I would be around my friends who kind of just go to the gym casually just go and like you know do some curls and like <laughs> talk, talk <laughs> yeah. yeah just yeah. catch up um, yeah they would always joke about me placing more significance on the gym than like other things in my life and um, I didn't want to seem like that and in a way it sort of spread into like just powerlifting as a whole I didn't want to put as much effort into it because, obviously, I didn't want it to be, like, you know...
0: To, like, consume
1: you Yeah, in exactly, way. Yeah. exactly. Um, but, yeah, I guess lately, I've just... Um, as as well as trying to branch out and find new interests in that kind of thing, um, I've been a bit less critical of that kind of thing because mm. it's, like, you know... At least you have something. Yeah, you yeah. You
0: know, like, I completely understand the whole, like oh, but, like, gym's my only thing that I've got going. But it's, like, at least you have something. Like, some people just, I don't know, sit at home and eat shit, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, like, you... That's, like, the optimistic way of looking at it, I guess. It's, like, yeah, I have this thing going for me. Like, maybe I'll find something else. Like, maybe I'll, I don't know, meet my future partner or, like, maybe, I don't know, I'll get a dog or, like, a pet or something, you know? Yeah. Like, find something that you can invest, like, your love into, whether that be a person or, like, I guess a, another hobby. Like, I think it's super important and... I'm glad you're able to identify that and yeah. glad to see that you're like striving to find it. And that's like with like finding part-time jobs and, and stuff like you're going to meet people. You're going to find your interest in that as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, so how do you feel you've grown as a person in terms of like self-confidence wise? Like, do you feel like you're like one of the most confident people now or do you f- still feel like you've um, got steps to go?
1: Yeah, um, I'd say there's definitely a long way to go for me, um, but this whole year of just, um, I guess working through adversity and just having low moments and that kind of thing, um, obviously working through a breakup as well, um, yeah, it's definitely taught me a lot and I guess it's sort of, um, it's for, it's for. Well, it's forced me into a position where, like, I have to sort of, you know, I have to find ways of dealing with these things and um, find things that, you know, make me happy and explore new interests. So, yeah, I guess in that sort of, um, in that way, I've definitely feel like I've um, matured through this past year. Yeah, definitely. And, um yeah, just also trying to learn or trying to, like, figure out myself in in terms of interests. I guess that's why I've taken more of a, um, an interest to personal training and, like, coaching, powerlifting coaching. Because, obviously, um, you know, I find powerlifting and, like, learning programming, learning technique, all that stuff really interesting. And I've seen how, uh, Chris has been able to, you know, improve my lifting but also just be there for me as a mentor Mm. and I definitely see the value in that and want to be able to provide that to you know people who might be trying to like start lifting for the first time or maybe want to try powerlifting.
0: Yeah, yeah definitely I think um I saw this like ages ago it's like um this saying where you you should find um interests or or hobbies that I guess make you money first off make you um keep you fit and spread positive influence on other people and it's just like sounds like that's the pathway that you're heading which is really really yeah, good yeah. and it's like if you can have those positive impacts on on people um i guess you're doing yourself a service as well like because because i i can imagine coaching is like such a rewarding um experience i've like done swim teaching and stuff and you see kids like finally learn how to swim and like be comfortable on their back in the water, which is actually really hard. Like, yeah. a lot of kids really struggle with it and, like, it's so good to see um, that you're heading in that direction. Um, I guess, yeah, let's talk about what is installed for you in the future. Like, what are some plans that you've got in mind?
1: Um, so, yeah, at the moment, pretty much, um, I'm looking to hopefully, you know, complete my CERT 3 and 4 within, I don't know, the next... I was going to say hopefully like a a half a year or so because I haven't got too much on for the rest of this year. Um, So, I don't know. I guess that'll still be the goal. But definitely taking on board um, new people and just trialing some some coaching. So, yeah, I guess anyone watching this as well, like if you want a hand and, you know... What are Once the credentials? now, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> None no, yet. Yeah. We're, we're building up. We're building well, up.
0: if you look up Alan Not Strong on Instagram, which will be in the show notes below, um, this boy is very strong <laughs> and very aesthetic. <laughs> so, you. if you want to head down the power building route, I would definitely hit up Alan. Like, I think his advice is invaluable. Sure. And um, Yeah, like I'm,
1: I'm always trying to, you know, improve on my knowledge and learn more things and, um, yeah, just become more well-equipped with... Uh, Learning yeah powerlifting technique and programming and you know everything all of, all around that
0: yeah amazing um yeah, I guess, so you got the set three and four going, working the two jobs and yeah you wanted to ask about social media as well
1: <laughs> yeah yeah that's right I, um I actually wanted to ask you um as I think you know social media is definitely a big platform where like you know you can keep people informed and you know reach audiences.
0: Yeah, I guess, like, in this day and age, like, definitely, like, you see TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, like, if you're not on them, like, yeah. I don't know. It's, yeah. it's like, kind of, it's kind of weird in a way, like, I guess we grew up pretty si- similar age groups, like, not caring about it. And then,
1: when did you get Instagram, like? Um, I'd say, like, it was, I don't know, like, 2013-ish, around that period, something like How that. How old were you? Like, 20- I, I think I was, like, actually, 12. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, I don't know, actually. When was when did Instagram come out? I, I don't some, even know. Some sometime during like middle school, I think um, is when I got it. Yeah,
0: it was just it's just like it was such a foreign concept, and then now it's just like the norm. Like yeah. you go on your phone, it's just like go on Instagram or something yeah. like that. But,
1: but yeah, like, how, how did you um, how did you build up the confidence to sort of like put yourself out there on different platforms? Oh and yeah, starting like the podcast as well.
0: Yeah, definitely. Well, I'm gonna record a candid episode. It'll definitely be out by then because I'm just stockpiling some episodes at the moment. Yeah. But. I think, like, in terms of putting yourself out there, like, we're all going to die someday. Like, who gives a shit? Like, what people think about, like, if I post something stupid, like, yeah, I'll own up to it, you know? Like, if it's a stupid opinion or I say something, like, dumb on the podcast, like, yeah, yeah, I'll own up to it, you know? But it's just, like, it's letting go of, um, I guess, like, what people care about you, like... I think my biggest fear. You know I had a <laughs> I had a um, YouTube channel when I was in year 7 like. Oh yeah. I just made these little skits like uh, Ryan Heger was like one of my all-time all-time favorites. Yeah, like yeah. just making little skits at home with my best mate and like cut, got a lot a lot of shit at, oh. shit for it in high school. So um I guess like from 7 to 9 ten, year 10 even like I just stopped mm. making videos and stuff even though it was like some like a passion of mine like I I actually really enjoyed it and I enjoyed editing videos and just like making the text look like cool and having all these effects and uh, I guess it started from there and then I I guess I wasn't always like this like when I grew up prep to year four like I was so quiet I was like one of the most quiet kids and then like one day I just found my voice and been growing since then and in year 10 i was like let's just start a podcast like i oh, see all these crazy. i see all these like um memes about like white private school kids like <laughs> chatting to their best mates so yeah. they're like oh this is sick we should start a <laughs> podcast and like so many people have sent me that meme it, it, <laughs> shout out to those people but it, it's like it's pretty funny um and i think um as i've gotten older and and the podcast has grown as well i say grown but like we're, we're on like 200 followers yeah. um I just really enjoy chatting to people like yourself and like all those people on the wall behind you, um, (laughs) and like, and lots and lots more. Um, and just like getting to know them, getting to know their story. I think like, I just really enjoy getting that out as well. Cause, um, yeah, I think we all have a story to tell. Like we've all been through a lot and should be documented. Uh, in some sort like what one person might know or like have experienced someone else who might be struggling can go through or someone else can relate and like smile or or laugh or i don't know just take something from it and that's like the aim of the podcast oh god (laughs) podcast (laughs) jeez, right out of breath um but in terms of like building the confidence it's just like if if you don't like fuck with the content like you can unfollow you're, there's no obligation for you to be following like that's true yeah and if you have so- nothing positive to say then i feel like don't say it at all yeah or if you have something ne- negative to say like i feel like that's more of a reflection on the person than than what you're trying to do because like when was it not cool to try i guess yeah yeah that's true but yeah i guess that's my like take on it yeah. so
1: yeah I, I think it's funny because like um i guess when we were all kids we like you know you don't care what people around you think of you and it's like it's sort of something that you develop throughout school I guess and definitely those uh, periods
0: we're actually like I think when we're born we're not scared of anything except for the dark I believe because like that's what we're born into and then we just like we just don't care about anything and then I guess I guess it's the people you surround yourself with like I'm not friends with many people from high school because that's just the way it's turned out and then like now I'm close friends with like people from uni people I power lift with and yeah. like go to the gym with like i think it's also about like s- separating yourself from the people that put you down and don't support you with like the things that you do and then yeah. that's where you'll attract people who do support you and yeah. like a hundred percent all for like whatever you're doing and that's like why i have the confidence to put myself out there sure yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's good insight because like it's definitely something that I'd want to, you know, give it a crack at. Um, yeah. in the future. Uh, why not? Yeah. It's
0: like it's so accessible. Everything's free. Like Instagram Reels is there. Like you can literally just film anything and like I don't know, put it to a trending sound. You might like pop up on the for you page That's true. Yeah. or like <laughs> TikTok as well. It's just like I don't know, film yourself doing a stupid dance or like saying something like relatable or funny, and yeah. it's just like people people will fuck with you. Like it will hit the right people. Yeah. Um, and like who's to tell you? what you can and can't do I guess Mm, yeah yeah. Um, anything else did you want to leave anything for the listeners Um, no I think we covered what we wanted (laughs) which is good yeah Alan it's been an absolute honour getting you in the pod Um, yeah I feel like it's been a long time in the making, no? Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, we've been trying to, like, work this together for Definitely, a, and a then, while then I yeah. mean,
0: I'm glad that, like, the break happened and then you've been able to, I guess, grow from that and, and learn it. It's good to see that, like, you're doing well. So
1: Yeah. Yeah, r- really appreciate your time. Thank you. Thanks for having me on, man. It's been <laughs> it's been
0: really nice chatting with you. Thank you. I yeah. uh, hope we can lift soon. I think I yeah, think sure. we're going to move down to Training Day Burwood, but yeah. we'll see how we go. Wait, are you just training at home now, or um yeah, just training at home and Zap Fitness because it's ten bucks a week for machines. So yeah, yeah, it's pretty pretty chill. But Training Day is pretty cheap, so <laughs> might yeah, move down. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll see you there more. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. Um, be sure to follow at Life of Land Podcast on Instagram, and we'll catch you in the next episode. Yeah. Thank <laughs> See ya.
1: You. See ya.